0: The, the bit I'm doing is, uh, hello and welcome to Force for Thought, the only podcast dedicated to the evolutionary differences that led to tegrudens having three Leku while Twi'leks only have two.
1: That's a good one. I think that's interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're so similar, except for that. <laughs> all
2: right,
0: you ready? Was that not it? We're good? <laughs> I guess you could cut it out and put it in. But no, I'll, I'll start over because I want to get the all flow right, going. All right, yeah. Broadcast voice. <clears throat> all right. Insert this. Insert this. In a world. All right. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the Force for Thought podcast, the only podcast dedicated to the evolutionary differences that led to Togrudens having three Leku and Twi'leks only having two. I'm your host, Luke. I'm Matt. And I'm Max. And today we will be discussing the newly announced Rey movie and the New Jedi Order. On the Force for Thought <laughs> podcast. <laughs> da, 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 music, music. <laughs> I always forget the music. I looked at Matt and I was like... <laughs> In his head, thinking like, "I, I gotta edit this." Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do apologize. Do you want? Do you want to do it again, or no. can you? No, keep it as I, it uh, is. I, I,
2: I think I'm gonna leave your first intro into. It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, the Ray movie. It was announced a couple weeks ago at Star Wars Celebration. Indeed. Uh, it is going to be setting. Taking place fifteen years after the rise of Skywalker, Rey will be returning in some capacity. She's not necessarily the star, but we do know Daisy Ridley will be in it. And it takes place fifteen years after the rise of Skywalker. That's all we know, really. It was the just new announced. Order. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Are we excited? Are we? Ex- were we expecting this?
2: I'm definitely not expecting it. I'm excited that they're actually going to stick to their guns and bring it back. I think my biggest question. Um, I know we have a lot to say, so I wanted to kind of like. I just want to say a little bit and then we can kind of go around because um, I don't want to get stuck on it too far, which I'm already doing. But my biggest question, I think, right, is like Kathleen Kennedy said that she wants these movies to be an event, right? And so I don't think it's going to be the start of like a new trilogy. I think that we're going to have these kind of one-offs. My biggest question is that is it going to be a streaming movie only or is it actually going to go into theaters with all three of these? But obviously we can focus on the Ray movie specifically, but I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that mm-hmm. or – anything i think it would be, be in theaters if it was not in theaters yeah 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 that's the thing if they're we don't in my mind they're all coming out around the same time but they're not they just announced three of them <laughs> so right my, yeah, yeah there's
0: got to be at least a year difference between them all i yeah. would guess at least probably two years between them but I, would hope so I, too. I think
1: the conversation between streaming and theatrical releases are gonna it's gonna be a very long conversation i don't think it's it's gonna be settled for for a very long time but i feel like recently the conventional wisdom had been towards leaning towards uh streaming yeah. But I feel like very recently there have been enough successful blockbusters signaling a return to theaters that for something big like a Star Wars movie, I feel like they will be like, okay, we're going to do this as a theatrical release. Return
2: was like huge at the box office too. Yeah, and that's did a movie did that was very well. 40 years old. Office, I was yeah. going to say 30-something years old. It's <laughs> only for the 40th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about it. I saw it. That's funny.
0: I think it's definitely going to be in theaters. The, the mm-hmm. question I'm curious about is I've been wondering this for – the last whatever five years since the movies have been going to streaming so quickly is does that affect the box office returns if the consumer knows that this ray movie is going to be on disney plus in four weeks like are they going <sighs> to start at least delaying that and saying like go watch this in theaters because it won't be on disney plus for six months because that's how it used to be with dvds and it would that's definitely true. motivate me a lot they, more to see I things don't think in they, theaters they announce
1: it though do they
0: like no but it's known that it's going to be on disney on streaming or whatever Service that was made that you know it's going to be there. In I feel like for Star Wars, most
2: it'll. It, I don't think it'll matter, right? If you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to go. Maybe the the mass audiences will go, and I think that's going to be a big appeal too. For hopefully, I think it's going to be a deterrent, right? It's it's, it's Ray, Ray Skywalker now, um. But like people, keep I that think chuckle
0: out of your tongue. Want to
2: see? <laughs> people are going to want to see the you know where that story ended up, but it's also a, a recognizable character. So I think people that aren't massive Star Wars fans are like, oh, I recognize her from the previous three movies, right? The past almost like decade now of, mm-hmm. of her being on those. Um, I mentioned this to you guys, unless you guys have something else uh, to say, I'm sure, obviously, but the biggest thing I want to get to Well, is, hold on, because yep, I do have okay. one more thing. I want to talk about what Kathleen Kennedy said about oh, yeah.
1: uh, making Star Wars more of an event again, because yes. I 100% agree. And I was kind of uh, annoyed when she said that, because it's something that Matt and I talk about all the time when they release um their tv shows on disney plus that they just release them at like whatever midnight Middle of the night. pacific yeah. yeah and it's it's like no i i loved how during game of thrones when it was coming out you knew it was yeah. going to be released at like whatever seven or eight o'clock at night because we would get together with our friends we would like sit down we would wait for seven o'clock to strike and then we would start it right away it was an event you can have something feel like an event and stream it yeah but you, you can't do it at, can. at you can't do it if you're just like releasing it at midnight because I hate when I get these texts from Luke at like ten in the morning like Hey, did you watch the new episode of Mandalorian? And I'm like, No, I didn't watch it yet. <laughs>
2: yeah, we, we had to go to work.
1: Yeah, and so, then also
2: I feel like watching it in the morning. I, I feel like it's such a great event to watch it at night. Mm-hmm. And then one thing on top of that is I think the best event streaming they have done is the Stranger Things season four second release. those yeah. last two episodes were great because I think you can make an event of it a weekend right you release it on a a long weekend and you can watch all of it instantly right but Stranger Things specifically did an amazing job where they released the first six episodes and then there was a month break and then in that month like I almost wish I could go back there with that excitement and that anxiety yeah and so I feel like you could almost I remember that hype right and I, I but on the on the contrast of that I do love watching Star Wars on a weekly basis but like you said, if you make it an event, if it's at nine o'clock every yeah. night, that's perfect, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know other people have like, different schedules and whatnot, but like if you still adhere to that time slot, people will watch it the next day or after. It doesn't matter, right? But does it make that the event of a a scheduled time would be great?
1: Yeah, there I is know. a way to make something an event while keeping
0: it streaming. Yeah. And it's not like a novel idea. Like Game of Thrones did this five years ago, and everyone yeah. was there for it. Everyone remembers it. And yep. then Kathleen Kennedy just chose, or whomever at Lucasfilm, just chose not to do that. And I would, yep. I'd love to know why, especially because she's saying that she wants to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. I know that's the thing. I feel like I, I always wonder. I'm always like a Kathleen Kennedy's like supporter in the fact that I feel like. The beast is so big that it's not just one person to blame everything, right? Like she's the head, sure, but there's so many channels, and she has a boss, right? And so there's like a million different levels of how things can go.
0: I wonder if it's like a technical issue, and they mm-hmm. like the Disney servers wouldn't be able to handle that many concurrent viewers. Because uh, that's definitely I a mean, possibility. they probably have
1: tons. It's Disney though; they have to figure it out. If HBO can do it, Disney can do it. I know. But
0: I mean, I'm just. I guess I'm being a little bit too. But that said, I think
1: that was an issue with Game of Thrones at the end, wasn't it?
0: Yeah
2: the last couple seasons, and yeah. Stranger Things on Netflix. So. <laughs> so there you
0: go. And Netflix is established, too. I mean, Disney Plus is relatively new to the game. They've only been around like three, four years, so they should be figuring it out by now. But I get why they weren't doing it with like the Mandalorian premiere, but I think yeah. they should have at least with season three.
2: Same. Um, Going to the the biggest thing that I was I, – I texted you, Luke, to give context. You texted us about doing – and that was said about the Ray movie. Max and I weren't very interested at first to do – one about the Ray movie for a couple of weeks. And then I don't know if you had the, you rewatched them, but I rewatched the, the sequel trilogy. And I texted you guys something that I thought was like, that kind of blew my mind and it could be a stupid thought, but that's what got me on board with doing the episode. And that is a simple fact that if we fast forward X amount of years, I still am not, there's a blurry line. If that pregnant Ray concept art is real or not, I can't tell. I the, what the pregnant Ray concept art.
0: I am not familiar I'm, oh, from I'm celebration. Conf- I'm confident it's fake. Okay, but I'm not confident that it won't happen.
2: Yes. So, what I texted you, I because the the photo looks so bad, but I also I don't think they would release. I think we would hear more about it and whatever. So I guess I'm just like, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm realizing it's because it wasn't really
1: concept art. It was I, like I've a, never it was like a live still. Because when we people, people were debunking it, what they yeah. were saying was this isn't concept art. This is a live still, and they are oh, years away from production on this. Like, oh this yeah, is, they're like this is so not it's
2: really literally like, AI. Stop, blah, blah. I'm yeah. tired of taking, talking about AI. But my whole thought, even without not part of it, right? The biggest thing I was thinking is we're going to have to fast forward some time, right? 15 years. That's So confirmed. 15 confirmed years. So then do when Kylo Ren, when Ben Solo passes away, he touches Rey, and he gives her life back, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a chance that he also impregnated her? As well. Yes. And then 15 years later, now she has a child. And then also the Skywalker name lives on, not just with her, but with her uh, child as well. And that was my biggest thing. I was like, that concept art, right? Or the, the fake AI art or whatever. That aside, it's like, he literally touches her stomach, right? And we also know that, like, Anakin doesn't have a father either.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like- Conceived it's, of the Force.
2: Literally, like, I mean, and I feel like if they're the two strongest- jedi seth jedi uh right before he died in the world right in the universe and the galaxy that's not out of the realm right that something like that happened.
1: I think it's. I think it's definitely possible, and I think it is a really fun theory. I that you texted something about that, and that's when I said, "All mm-hmm. right, hold on. We can't talk about this anymore because now I do <laughs> have a lot of thoughts and ideas, and we need to talk about it on the podcast." Um, yes, I think that is that is definitely possible, and it does work on so many levels. Mm-hmm. I have some issues with it, and I'll get into that. But I'll, let me talk about what I do like about it. First off, you would kind of be bringing full circle, right? Because Ray's child would be born of the Force, kind of mm-hmm. like Anakin was and Anakin would the be Skywalker this Skywalker. <laughs> exactly, Anakin would be this child's great grandfather, yeah. right? Which would also you would feel like okay, so this child should be a Skywalker. And at the end of Rise of Skywalker, Rey adopted the name, so it's like it makes it feel better, you know, cuz a lot of people like they're always like, oh, Rey Skywalker, that's so stupid. But if she does have a kid and the kid's dad is conceived of the force but you know implanted by ben or whatever then it's like you want that kid to be a skywalker yeah and by her taking that name that kid is rightfully a skywalker which just feels right like Mm -hmm. that kid being a skywalker feels right his great-grandfather was anakin he was also conceived in the force things are coming full circle like all that all that works for me the the problem that i have with that is it does continue the skywalker saga. Yeah. And i don't think this should be a continuation of the skywalker saga. I think this should kind of be its own uh its own thing.
2: Sure. I think that's the Two things. One is a is a joke and I wonder <laughs> going back to this rogue one, hopefully I'll, I'll do in a couple weeks. I wonder if she just took the name Skywalker because that is like the name on like the land of like the lease or the plot that is <laughs> in <laughs> Tatooine. She's like It's, it's Skywalker. It's on the, <laughs> the DJ Skywalker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh uh, man I, we gotta get into it i think
1: go to the county auditor's office like i would like the deed to <laughs> this plot please
2: and i think the second thing is i think that's something that star wars can consistently do is is backtrack all right i mean like have done a bunch that's what we talk about filling in the gaps so i feel like being, you know, maybe that wasn't the end of the skywalker saga fully it's it's going to continue a little bit um
0: i am very glad that you've had this idea that it brought you to doing this episode because i really wanted to talk about
2: the ray movie you have the most to say
0: i think that is dumb i i would be (laughs) shocked if ray has a child in this movie that was immaculately conceived like anakin yeah especially if uh, by ben solo that would totally recontextualize that scene i think for the worse instead of just really this
1: surprises me so much about you i would have thought you would have been on board for this theory
0: the only reason i am on board is because i've heard that Rey is not necessarily the main character of this series, and so so it could be the it would child. make sense a lot more if she had like a fifteen year old child. I would like her to be, be the cool. main
2: character though as well.
0: If she's the main character, yeah. then no chance she has a baby because she'd yeah. be the main character, and yeah. there's no way to tell a story without making the baby the fifteen year old at this point the main character. But I think there is just no no chance of this. I would be very very surprised. So, what do
2: you think the movie? Because my. Obviously, it's going to be rebuilding the Jedi and the Jedi Order, right? So my thought was like, I presume that Rey would be then be like, okay, I'm the last Jedi. I'm going to continue this, teach my child like the ways of the Force if they're Force sensitive, and then slowly build the, I guess like the the new Jedi Order. But so, do you think that she's going to be off on like a solo mission trying to build it up, or what do you? So where do you think it's going to go in general? I think
0: there's going to be a small jedi council with some other i don't know if they will consider themselves masters if they've been only training for like 15 maybe 10, even 10 years i do think john boyega will be in it i think finn will be a jedi and he'll be right there with her
2: so you do think that going back to what we were just talking about in your rogue one
0: yes yes i i think there's no reason not to include finn like they hinted at him being a jedi multiple times mm uh-huh. I don't see why John Boyega would turn it down. I don't see why the narrative wouldn't lead them there naturally. Yeah. I think that Finn will definitely be a major part of this movie.
2: John Boyega's been obviously very vocal that his Star Wars days are over, especially recently. And I feel like... Especially not
0: recently. Uh, recently, he's been suspiciously quiet. Uh, right around the Rise of Skywalker, he was talking about how he's done with it.
2: No, in like a, there was his he just had a press event for his new movie, which I'm blanking on, when they were talking the war, about it. The Woman King? No, no, no! It was something. It's coming out. It's not out yet. He right. looks really cool in it. But there was something about he was saying his uh, Star Wars days are over, which we in the past, Liam Neeson said the same thing. And he's only in it for two seconds in Kenobi. But there is like this. I mean, also, have you seen the Freddie Prince Jr. stuff that broke today? That today? he was like, yeah, that today he was. Um, what's today, May eighteenth, uh, to date it. But uh, Freddie Prince Jr. said that his he's not going to show, show up in Ahsoka because uh, basically he did the voice of Kanan as a favor, and the favors have ran out now, because he thinks it's doing a disservice to consistently show Kanan in new things.
0: I, I did hear about that. I don't think that was today. Was I, it not? I heard about that a, a little no, while ago. No, it was ago. a little while ago. I oh saw
2: my that a couple of days ago. I want to cut that then. Hey, a couple days ago, did you see the <laughs> Jr.? But I think there's that thing, though, where you never can tell if it's going to throw somebody off the set, or, because it would make a lot of sense if Finn was in it. Uh, I mean, I guess, when you think of Star Wars, right, in it overall... I'm trying not to say general listen listening to these back I say general and interesting a lot and it's bugging me so much <laughs> um, but I think it's not interesting but in general um, I feel like once these stories end these big trilogies end, these characters then naturally go off by themselves right like at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. They they separate a little bit, right? Luke goes off and does his own thing and starts the temple, and then you have Han and and Leia continue the rebellion. But then eventually Han leaves, and so I feel like after Rise of Skywalker, obviously Ray goes back, uh, right? And so like to Tatooine, and so we're like, I don't know where what where her story is going, right? There's a there's a high possibility because it's not even like Finn or like Ray and Poe were like great friends. Mm-hmm. even so it's like they have no real reason to stick together i don't think oscar isaacs would be in this movie i don't think poe will be in the movie either i don't think but so. but like it i'm trying to think of like where these characters would naturally go right
0: i like think finn and ray would naturally go together they were yeah i mean their their friendship wasn't perfectly portrayed but like finn could sense through the force when ray died like they're linked they're very yeah. they're very close with each other and you know they had that whole moment in The Rise of Skywalker where Rey wanted to go alone and Finn said, like, absolutely not. We go together. And I think that that sentiment carries through the end of the movie and beyond.
2: I feel like uh, I always feel like in, uh, I was gonna say in general, but I feel like throughout those three movies, though, that like Finn is a lot more friends with Ray than Ray is with Finn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's consistently—I mean, obviously it's like a writing thing—but he's consistently like, "I gotta help, Ra- I gotta go find Ray, I gotta help Ray, I gotta do my part to for the greater good for Ray." Ray just
1: pops I, her head up and she's like, "I'm interested in you," and he's like, "I gotta go get Ray."
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, literally. And then I feel like, uh, yeah, then Ray goes. To the uh, the fallen Death Star by herself, and like she's consistently like, why, why is this guy always around? Like <laughs> no, that
0: is that is interesting. And like from a writing perspective, like yeah, the one I mean, time Ray does talk about Finn, Chewbacca says it for her, and she's like, yeah, say that. Like yes, they, he, they literally actively avoid having her <laughs> say anything about
2: Finn. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, not actually like uh, a a problem, but yeah. No, yeah,
0: I don't mind it, but
1: <laughs> I think it makes sense. I think they very strongly hinted, um, more than hint at. Uh, Finn's force uh, abilities, so I I don't see... I would be shocked if they do this movie and they don't, at bare minimum, address him yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be in it. I think John Boyega, yeah. they could get to do it. I don't think we're going to see Poe. I don't think there's a reason to show Poe, like you said. Like I, I don't think... or. Um, Mascenada though
2: has I feel like she's so underused in the past too that I could oh, legitimately see her. Yeah, I could see her being in right. Yeah, I didn't think
1: about her.
0: Mascenada is interesting because every single time anything in Star Wars comes out, I'm like, Mascenada could be in this. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's a thousand years old. She's in the High Republic. She could be in any book, any comic. She could have yeah. been in Jedi Survivor. Like, I she's really cool too. At any
1: point, she could pop up. You'd be like,
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm. I also hate talking about like, oh, so, well, celebrity said this because it's like it's all you know, it's all whatever. But I I feel like it would, obviously, but John Boyga was expressing disinterest, right? Or just uh, being displeased about how Finn was supposed to do this and that. So it's the perfect redemption to come back as well. even if he
0: is displeased with it, like, then come back and do it better. Like, you wanted to be a Jedi, you definitely will be this time. It's it's a win for everyone. I
1: think there's a couple of people who, who want to be done with Star Wars that... Did end on a good note. Like, I feel like a lot of people really liked Poe, and I don't think Oscar Isaac really has much interest in it. Although, I feel like if they really wanted to, they could get him back because he's doing other superhero stuff. So, it's not like he's above it, you know? I feel like Adam Driver, he likes the weird artsy stuff. I feel like he would not want to.
2: Supposedly, Reed Richards for Fantastic Four. So w- What? I didn't hear there's that. There's a lot of rumors about that.
0: Yeah.
1: Signing on to okay, that. Okay, well, then I take back exactly what I said because I don't, he'd be doing superhero stuff too. I
0: wish he I don't think was there's, doing more. I don't think there's stuff. any scenario where an actor is like, no, I don't want to be in Star Wars, and that's that. Like, There's always that door open. Like In 2015, Wars, yeah. Harrison Ford hadn't wanted to be in Star Wars since 1980, and they brought him <laughs> back for The Force Awakens and then killed him. Finally, it's what he always wanted. If you had told anyone in after the force awakens that harrison ford would be back in the rise of in episode 9 4 years later like i know there were extenuating circumstances with Carrie know, fisher it, passing it only
2: took a death but. to get him back there's
0: it, the door is never closed and yeah. if it ever was for anyone it was harrison ford there's no one in star wars that hates star wars more than him and I, if you can get him back you can get anyone. i
1: agree but i think that's why uh i think that's why we're gonna see finn again i yeah. and i think it makes sense uh story i think the recurring characters is uh we're gonna see ray we know that i think we'll see finn miles Kanata would be fun didn't think about that until the last 10 minutes or so and then i think we will see luke skywalker again
2: yeah, Interesting. I think, do you think we're gonna see Kylo or Ben Solo as a I don't. For, no? I no. think we will. I yeah. would love to, but if, I, don't, I don't think we, will I think really we have. will if we see that'd be actually really annoying if she's Ray's just like doing just she's walking around the house cleaning on like, a random like Sunday afternoon and then like there's this like Force Ghost Ben Solo. <laughs> I just, like, wanna like, check just leave me alone. Him. Yeah, exactly. But I think it would um, it would make sense that if if they did have like a child somehow for him to communicate or it whatever, would make more sense then but I think. Without I know, that, I know I just said I'm I do on think no. we'll
0: see Ben Solo. I'm thinking more no now because the character of Kylo Ren is so different than the character of Ben Solo. Yeah, it's it would hard. be like jarring to yeah. see more Ben Solo content without like tying yeah. that to yeah. Kylo Ren. You're
2: right.
1: I mean, we don't even know how he talks. Ben Solo's one and only line was "ow." Yeah, right. and exactly. the shrug.
2: <laughs> the shrug. Oh, that was such a good
1: shrug. It was though. a great such shrug. Such a great callback to Han Solo. I and wanted to, like, eh. <laughs> like no, when he did I it. Did. Yeah, it was great. And that moment, too, where they tossed the, the lightsaber like a baton. Yes. Ah. It was so good. Um, but I think, um, so I, I was thinking about my uh, ideas for the movie and where I think it should go and the kind of themes that it needs to touch on and everything. Mm-hmm. Um And one thing that I was thinking was, uh, for the antagonist, because who are you going to get to be the bad guy? Because you don't want to reintroduce like yes. a third empire at this point or no. anything. It needs to be a bad that guy. Do they bring back? A, do they bring back another Sith lord? Is it like a one-off Sith, kind of like Maul was in Phantom Menace or something like that? And I thought one thing that would be really cool would be to bring um, a bad guy, kind of like a Sith hunter, someone who is not Force sensitive but has always been deeply jealous of the Force and somebody who 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 will do anything to become Force sensitive. Mm-hmm. But that's not something that you can become, it's something that you're born with, and it drives him mad uh, to a dark side, uh, even though he's not a Force-sensitive user, who relies on technology to mimic uh,
0: Force abilities, because it's something that, that has Haja. been... yeah, Like what? Like Haja? The... Character from Kenobi that pretended to be a Jedi, but he was really bad at it. <laughs> oh. Kumail yes. Nanjiani, <laughs> yes, but but better. Um,
1: because yeah, they 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 hint at um, they hint at abilities or technology that can do that in the comics and the Doctor Aphra comics. There's the Spark Eternal, which was a an ancient cult called the Ascendancy, uh, which basically recreated Force abilities using technology. Um, there was uh, in the in the High Republic. I think they kind of even do some stuff like that too, don't they? The Nile?
0: The Nile have uh creatures that are able to basically turn force sensitive people to dust. It hasn't really been explored that explicitly, but um, it's a force weapon. But
1: I, but I think that would be a good idea for a villain for a single movie and because it would be able to tie into a theme, which I really want them to touch on, which is what Rey's going to be struggling with. What does it mean to be a Jedi? What does it mean to have the Force and to use this ability? And where does the Jedi Order go from here? Because she needs yeah. to rebuild the Jedi Order, but she also needs to fundamentally change the Jedi Order because she knows yeah. that at the height of their powers, the Jedi were flawed. They had beliefs that were a little too a uh, little too strict and didn't really make sense. I just recently rewatched the prequel trilogy and there it is insane. Uh, a scene in Revenge of the Sith where Anakin's talking to Yoda and Anakin's saying, like, oh, I've had visions of death. And Yoda's like, oh, is this of a, a close loved one? And he's like, yeah. And Yoda's response is, yeah, you need to not feel sad about death. You need to basically get mm-hmm. over it. Death is a natural part of life and uh, you shouldn't feel close to other people. And it's like when you when you like put it in that light, like, it makes so much sense why somebody would turn to the dark side when the quote-unquote good guys are saying, yeah, we're selfless. We we only care about others, but yeah. we don't actually have any sort of attachments to anyone other than ourselves. Whereas the Sith, who are the quote-unquote bad guys, are saying, listen, we're giving you the solution. It's okay to love. Passion is where we draw our strength. Yeah. Like, you can come to us. You can love. You can be passionate. That's great. And so I think um, this is something that Rey needs to finally kind of struggle with and cope with. Like, what what does it mean to be a Jedi? Why did the Jedi fail? And how do they go from here? How can she rebuild it in a way that makes sure that they don't commit the same mistakes that they made in the past?
2: I 1,000% agree, which is why I feel like the the conflict will come within rebuilding it, right? I mean, if you're rebuilding from scratch, like, the three of us will have three different opinions on something— without I guess besides this podcast, this came together really easily. <laughs> but besides that, like if you're gonna get a group together and really build something, yes, Ray can be the leader, right? I mean Luke Skywalker trained her, kind of. But like she has that training. She right, the last Jedi then became, passed on the last Jedi, right? And so I feel like there's going to be conflict. So she's going to be the head of this new Jedi order, but whoever's falling in line, there's going to be differing opinions as well. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, hopefully like Finn will be like her right hand man, but it's like who somebody within that organization presumably is going to be afraid, right? And maybe that's not the main villain, but that's got to be something that's happening too. But I feel like it would be interesting. Ah, See, there it is again interesting. It would be cool to see kind of almost like a mole spy type story as well with somebody's infiltrating uh, whether it is maybe working with somebody uh, I don't know outside of that new Jedi Order.
0: I agree. I think in terms of introducing a villain, like I have heard a lot of people talk about like, oh, you can't bring back the Sith. You can't bring back the Empire. It's so... Why can't you bring back a Sith? Because... Palpatine was like all the Sith, and I think that was a very conclusive end to the the Sith dynasty. But it's it is tough well, yeah, yeah, yeah. to bring well, back. This may be a, go a go matter ahead, of semantics, though, because Ray is going to be rebu- rebuilding the Jedi Order, yeah. and the dark side is always going to be there. Yeah. Like just because there's a fallen Jedi or a dark side user, they're not necessarily a Sith. But I think that can easily be the villain. Yeah. No matter what, and as far as what you were saying about Rey's purpose and you know redefining what the Jedi Order is in terms of passion and love. I've said it probably 1 million times, but I'm going to keep shouting it from the mountaintops. Read The High Republic. All of these themes are explored, Mm -hmm. and it's amazing. And I know a 1,000 times more people – cut that. I know 10 times more people are going to (laughs) watch this movie than read The High Republic, (laughs) but I am not really clamoring for that kind of story because I've already seen it. And if you are, which I know you are, read The High Republic. It's really, really
1: good. But just because they're doing it in the High Republic though, doesn't mean that they're not going to do it in the Ray movie too. No, we've yeah, seen you're Star Wars right. double up sure on a lot of stuff. And already. you, you can't—I don't—I don't see how they go forward with a new Jedi Order without touching upon these themes or the prophecy of the Chosen One. That's another thing that I've been saying for a long time that I really want to see them explore. What did that mean? Because even Yoda That's... at one point says, "Oh, a prophecy misread that may have been." Like, okay, what is the prophecy though? Mm-hmm. I see. I don't. see. What I does think we balance gotta get, mean?
2: Get a I, the. The balance is interesting, right? I mean, the balance is in between, right? You can't, which is like, I guess the opposite of what the Jedi are, though. So one way, and then the Sith are so the other. But I feel like almost getting away from the the prophecy, the chosen one, because in that, it just muddles, especially when you're dealing with an IP this big. Everyone's like, oh, Luke is the chosen one. It's like, oh, well, no, Anakin was. And then you're like, oh, wait. Now it's gonna be somebody else. And I feel like that's what they did with the Matrix, and it gets really muddy if there's one person. Well, I don't think it should be anyone. I yeah. I,
1: I want them to address the prophecy of the chosen one, but I don't want there to be a chosen one. Yeah, I want yeah, them, okay. I want them to basically come to some sort of conclusion that there is no prophecy of the chosen one.
0: I, I, think... I, I agree. I was very played out with the prophecy. I yeah. read Master and Apprentice, uh, the book about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, which is great, and it explores a lot of about the prophecies because Qui-Gon is really into prophecies, and so was Dooku, who's also in the book. And at one point, they have, like, the prophecy, she who is born from darkness will give birth to darkness, alluding to Leia. And it's like, oh, hey, that's a cool prophecy because it happens. But hmm. then, like, all the other prophecies are just, like, what's the point of this story element? Like, I don't get where yeah. they're going. I don't get why we're going here.
2: That seems like such a thing that that generation be into. Dooku and <laughs> a lot of prophecy <laughs> talking about Dooku, Koi Gai Jin. Yeah, they, Koi need, Gai... they need some war to get them busy. <laughs> I yeah uh oh uh, man I think like that's the biggest thing that they I feel like people are com- not conflicted but I feel like people are surprised by the right movie we will see what the uh, you know I guess the turnout is I'm really excited for it we all are but I think that's the biggest thing they have going against them is the villain and it's because Star Wars is built on great villains right I mean even Krennic in Rogue One is so good it's like we we've, we've kind of seen mm-hmm. him a little bit but yet he's very different than like uh, Tarkin and Tarkin's a great villain too and he's you know. A only in A New Hope, and then Dryden
1: Voss is a great villain. Mm -hmm.
2: There's so many, so how are you gonna? I don't want to say topic, but like in this new era, we don't know what to expect, and so that's why like the Sith are always. There's always going to be darkness with the light, right? And so it's like that is a thing that we can explore, but we've kind of been there. Yours is interesting, right? Where you're talking about someone using technology that is someone very jealous of the, of the Force, but that's something that I, I think whoever is the villain in this, whether it's one one person or multiple people, right? Because like. That's something that's been very popular, I feel like, in culture lately. I'm going to go back to the Batman games. In Gotham Knights, not Batman Knight, it's the Court of Owls, right? It's the full organization of people that are jealous um, and they want to take it down. And so are we going to deal with more of an organization, not necessarily the Sith? Um, Are we going to deal with more politics of what is the new Jedi Order within this government system?
0: The – I don't want to sound like a broken record, just – Talking about High the Republic, High Republic all day, yeah. but in phase two of the <laughs> higher Republic, they introduced a new order called the Path of the Open Hand, mm-hmm. and their whole shtick is that they believe that the Force is a cosmic entity that is to be free. They want the Force to be free, and they see whenever the Jedi manipulate the Force that it's damaging the Force and that it's an assault on na- nature, basically. And so they, oppo- they are. They <laughs> yeah. are. And they oppose the Jedi very ideologically. And it's a really unique take on the Force, and Uh, Furthermore, in the Battle of Jeddah and all of basically the history of Jeddah, it's like a meeting place for different force religions, and they all have... Different views and beliefs on what the Force is, so there yeah. are a lot of places it could go. Whether they want to create something new or pull from these stories, yeah. they have opportunities. And I don't think it just has to be. I would be I would be really disappointed if it was Sith again. Even if it was just a Dark Side Order, they could just rename it, and I would be happy. Yeah.
2: Well, something that I, I was uh, was going to build up to as well was I think whatever whoever is the villain, whatever is the villain, I think can expand beyond this specific movie. Because one of my least favorite thing, like trends, right, is just like in the in, Mar- in the MCU, uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan's character in Black Panther, for example, is a great villain. Just in my mind, save them, right? You never know what's going to happen, right? He could have been a great main character in Black Panther too. Right? We didn't know the, the future of, like, literally, I guess, actual life with Chadwick Boseman. But, like, if you would have saved him, he could have had a redemption arc and become Black Panther, right? I mean, I don't know. That's probably two of the weeds. And I know there's a lot of conflicting things within that story. I'm not a really big MCU fan. But I think there's the opportunity to go beyond a single movie as a villain, right? To, for me, maybe it's because I, in most IP, prefer the villain, like, mainly in just in Batman. It's like the villains are the best part of Batman. Batman's great, mm-hmm. but the villains are cooler. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things where, it can go beyond it like I'm not saying like if Darth Vader went beyond the original trilogy and became a villain in, in like a new trilogy but like I feel like a villain definitely has that that gusto and that in that pull like he, they definitely can if they make a cool enough character specifically in a Star Wars universe. Um, we're, we all freak out when we saw Vader and Kenobi as much as we saw Kenobi <laughs> in Kenobi yeah. and so I think they can create a villain. And somebody that's worthy, uh, worthy adversary, not only for this story, but for Star Wars going uh, into the new Jedi Order era. Mm.
0: I agree. There's kind of a vacancy in Star Wars for how many great villains there are relative to how many interesting villains there are. (laughs) Like like a lot of them, like Krennic, Tarkin, Palpatine they're just bad cuz bad and yeah. they're really really cool and they're they're captivating to watch but there's not really much nuance to them. there's not
2: the malls right yeah, yeah. see More but Maul's
0: one thing one thing that i always talk Kylo about Ren. though is
1: how i don't want to see another redemption story and i feel like what you're uh, what you're almost hinting at and i don't think you're doing it purposefully though is you're listing all the people that are bad that don't have redemption stories because but, i feel like
2: sorry one I thought you were done with your thought.
1: <laughs> no, that's it. I just want to see, in the Ray movie, I want to see a bad guy who is bad.
2: Yes, I agree. But what if we saw that start in the Ray movie? Somebody that's on that Jedi Council that you were just saying, Luke, that potentially could be there. That person turns bad. They see the dark side. They're going to be like a mole within this new Jedi Order. They're a villain with a blue lightsaber or whatever color they have. You want to see that too. I do want to see. Exactly. <laughs> and then they go beyond the Ray movie, right? Maybe they don't stop him. They don't know he's yeah. bad. He's they going to get off,
1: away or something. Exactly. He's going yeah.
2: off his own mission, and we just get like, just say Ray shows up in like another spin off show, or she's in a minor character in the next movie. And we actually follow a villain. For the first time in a Star Wars. Movie. I think
1: I think the way they talked about this a celebration too is they wanted this to be like the start of a new era in the Star Wars timeline too. Yeah. So that would be a good way to kick it off, right? Because yeah. you can like kind of set up like all these different threads and then start pulling on them in other TV shows, books, comics, movies, whatever uh, you want. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think that's a good idea, like to have the the main villain kind of start an overarching story moving forward and then in the future do some sort of team-up like you're talking about. Yeah. Because I don't want to talk too much about the Marvel Cinematic Universe but it is something that I talk about uh, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Kang the Conqueror. I don't want to see just another Thanos who's just bigger and badder. No. I think what they should have done was for this next phase was start doing these huge super villain team ups. Yeah, um, But to your point, you need to start leaving some supervillains on the table in order to do that. Exactly.
2: And that's the thing. I feel like everyone's like, okay, how can we make this movie really cool, right? And you have a one-off villain. And you, that in that way, you can get the biggest celebrity possible right. that has a one-movie contract, right? And that's like with the MCU. They should have deconstructed what they did, do more single movies, and then reconstructed it. You're right. Me, make it worth it. And I think for st- that's something that some that people had, to think, with uh, – the problem with his sequel trilogy is that like if Palpatine was semi hinted at or introduced in Force Awakens and then, you know, is there in Last Jedi and becomes the villain in Rise of Skywalker payoff, right? Like that right. makes sense. But I think that's the thing is just like shoehorning something in. And I think they have the opportunity to start something for the new era, not even just this specific movie. Um even though I am really excited for all this movie because I'm like, I, in my mind it's just going to pick up back on tattooing but 15 years have passed so clearly I hope we don't see Tatooine. I, I would, I would <laughs> be surprised if we see Tatooine. I, know. I
0: imagine she was there for like a half no. an hour she just went to go bury the lightsabers and then pieced out we gotta see I a
2: flashback not... of her unbury those lightsabers <laughs> no
0: those lightsabers also, will not appear if, in the right yes, movie oh yes they will because if she has a kid they're both gonna they're gonna use them right no I mean, make she's... your own lightsaber those, li- those lightsabers are staying buried for a long time I am confident with that oh gonna... I feel
1: very 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 strongly differently. I agree. Yes, I think they're coming out. They're coming
0: out instantly,
2: (laughs) Luke. Oh my gosh! If you have, I
0: agree with you. Undo the entire Skywalker saga. They finally closed the door on it. No, that's what
2: they're opening it back up though with this movie. (laughs) If she has a kid, like you said, it all all hinges
1: on that. If she has a kid and that kid is raised to become a Jedi, then yes, it is going to be a very literal passing of the baton. She's going to dig up the lightsabers and it's going to keep on going. But that kind of brings us into this next big point that we want to talk about, which is, is this just going to be Star Wars Episode 10? Because I don't think it is. But I feel like with everything we're talking about, if she has a kid, if she raises her kid to be a Jedi, it's another line of Skywalkers. They're going to take the lightsabers back you're making episode that
0: 10 that is episode 10 and yes, because that's... it's not that it's uh, because it's not episode 10 they would have already told us that instead of saying it's a Rey jedi order movie they would have said it's star wars episode 10 and because they haven't i think it's definitely not going to take those the sand accepted those lightsabers the force pulled back those lightsabers and ba- like it's not like Rey took out a shovel and dug it down <laughs> 6 feet like the the sand accepted the lightsabers as the end to that story there's no way they're giving them back
2: you're hinged on <laughs> sand <laughs>
1: I think I think if this if this movie is not Star Wars episode ten, which I don't think it will be. It's it's not. We we know it's not. I can say that I feel like. But we know
0: it's not,
2: but like I feel
1: like is there it? will I feel <laughs> I, like there will be a Star Wars episode ten
0: I,
2: someday. I agree I, agree. I agree. I think when it's gonna be a ten, it's gonna be another trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. what constitutes, right? So it's like we know this is a, a one off. Yeah, absolutely, right? like so it's but when that happens
1: it's yeah. going to somehow be a continuation of the Skywalker saga and yeah. i'm sorry to say
0: luke those lightsabers are coming back out no chance <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> although i did have the thought while you guys were talking bad batch is ending with season 3 so we're due for another animated series do you think that could take place during this new era that's being established with the ray movie yeah
2: I, I feel like it would
1: i would like that i think i think it's ripe to be explored so long as they do it Kind of like Matt says, like do it like as a setup. Like don't do this as like a a one-off film. Do it as like this is a launching point of a new era. Introduce uh, a bad guy who can be like an overarching bad guy throughout, and then yeah, we can explore it in all sorts of different media, including an animation show. I would I would like that.
2: Do you have any thoughts on that? I wanted to talk about arrows in general, but do you have any thoughts about the animation stuff? Um,
0: I think the next animated series will be either this era with Rey, fifteen years after the rise of Skywalker, or. With the other film that was announced, that's taking place with the Prime Jedi, I think that makes a little bit less sense because mm-hmm. it's going to be like one Jedi and there's less characters. Yeah. And so I do think that there will be a animated series in this era. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, make. Yeah, I'm actually surprised they haven't been doing more animated shows. Oh, I guess no, that's not. That's, that's so. That's so false. Sorry. I mean the ones that I'm interested in. <laughs> I guess I was just about to agree with you. I don't, they haven't done many animated shows. Well, they have Tales of the Jedi, right? They have Uh, vision. I I guess I wasn't
0: counting Tales of the Jedi. That's that's more of a a kids' show. I think, I know that there's a stigma that all the animated series are kids' shows, but Tales of the Jedi (laughs) is a a very young-aged demographic. Luke distinguishing the difference of kids'
1: shows for what are all animated shows. People at home right now are like, I think this guy looks exactly how I think he looks. Luke's like, no, 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 that one's not an animated
0: kids' show. Tales of the Jedi is for ages 2 to 6. Star Wars Resistance is for ages 7 to 10. Star Wars Rebels is for ages 11 to 13. And Clone Wars is ages 14 and up. There you go.
2: <laughs> there it is. But I feel, I feel like uh, I, I want. it just makes more sense... Um, Uh, that they would be not, I don't know, especially right now. I don't know. Do you you see the article I sent you? Apparently Star Wars Rebels was not a, uh, a union, a WGA uh, writer's room. And so people were oh, angry. We can cut this part if we wanted to, for real, though. No, this is
1: topical. The Writers uh, Guild is on strike right yep. now. So the it's WGA is on it's affecting strike. everything, including Star Wars. Yeah, and well, so and Andor's temporarily paused. It you know, is. Everything Which with Tony I thought they finished writing on. Andor.
2: They did, but, my friend, that's what they said. Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that, like I was a villain. You and got, a, you're going to drop a knowledge bomb I know, on me. Oh. I, I know. I was like, yes, an opportunity fell to fell talk my about trap. This something I love. Um, Stranger Things did the same thing, though, is that basically they say, uh, they both t- Tony Gilroy from Andor and then the Duffer brothers from stranger things kind of said something similar where yes, the, the writing is done, but the writing doesn't stop once filming starts. Cause they do, they're doing so many rewrites and uh unsigned. I was just listening to a podcast uh, on Arrested uh, Development and they were talking about how they had the pages rewrote at 5. AM uh, for this a sh- a scene that was shooting at eight. And so there's just consistently, especially I think when you're like, is this the best it could be? How would we punch it up? Uh so I give them a lot of credit for Paul's Andor. I don't think anybody in the cast is probably happy. Uh uh I don't, I don't know if you were if you heard about like uh what's his name? Oh my god, uh, Cassian Andor himself, Diego Luna. Yes, thank you. He was talking about how like he's excited to like go back on theater because how grueling <laughs> the uh oh, really? the, the filming has been. I think it's just kind of – I mean, it has to be a lot because we're filming so much all the time and Mm. 12 episodes, hour long. Yeah, I mean, you're basically
1: filming three entire films at once.
2: exactly. So it's got to be – and it's like for a huge period of time. And so I think – but going back to the original point, I guess, was apparently – uh star wars rebels specifically i assume the other ones aren't i assume bad batch isn't also why, uh, are, you, why
0: are you talking about star wars rebels that show ended in 2018 what's the
2: relevance uh the writer's strike and so basically when they so one of the couple of the writers tweeted about it and they were like hey for example <laughs> so basically this show uh was non-union in the fact that basically they had to since there's so many episodes in a season they had to beat board basically two episodes a single in a single day then go home and then write the episode but you're paid for when you're in office doing that stuff right but when you're sent home to actually write the thing there's so many problems that come up right so you can write and get paid for that but once you were like oh wait there's so many things that i need to figure out that don't make any sense i need to like mentally figure this out call people right write it out spend four more hours figuring it out all that stuff is basically just like null and void for pay mm-hmm. um and so i'm just surprised that, that hasn't gotten more traction specifically that it's like owned by disney and specifically was produced under the disney era right right uh so that was surprising uh as well but i'm surprised that hasn't got any more kind of flack uh in general but i think also Tony gilroy uh saving the day with andor so that was a little in- too inside baseball situation like too <laughs> in the business uh no, that was interesting of things. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know anything about that stuff <laughs> all right yeah
0: so, so that's how do wh- we recover
2: <laughs> oh sorry are we ending did i kill it did i literally Take it out do you and guys shoot have anything the, else to say?
1: No, I, I. don't have. I think I covered all my all my ideas.
0: So that's what we think about the Ray movie. What do you guys think? Is it gonna be great? Is it gonna talk about Finn and Luke Skywalker? Is it gonna have Ray's illegitimate child? Let us know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't have
2: illegitimate.
0: To... <laughs> 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 what the heck was that? Throwing shade in there. <laughs> I don't like. I don't think that story Conceived element has enough Of the Force. <laughs> Let us know on social media. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Kit Fisto Blog. Matt, where can we find you? You can
2: find me at Filmowski.
1: You can find me at Maxter Jedi.
2: And most importantly, you can find us at Force for Thought on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and most importantly, Spotify. Um, Thanks for listening. Do Angel. we have any Force for Thought for anybody? Oh, that That's a segment that we decided to that, do like that, eight that. episodes <laughs> in. <laughs>
0: so, Matt, before we leave, do you have any Force for Thought to leave us with? Don't any. I thought you did.
2: I thought you no, were I'm talking so about
0: sorry. realty. I'm sorry. Oh, wait,
2: realty. Wait, is that the force for thought? Yeah, I thought was that's doing... what we were doing. Oh, is it? Wait, what, what, what was it? Did you want to do a rogue one on space realty? <laughs> oh, I want to do a rogue one. <laughs> <If> we can <laughs> talk about it for a long time. Not only like come that. come up a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, think about the logistics. <laughs> if you're selling to a Gungan, what does that look like versus selling to somebody that is just like a human or a droid or something, right? There's just like a million options. Why? And, Okay, so like, how high
1: do you build the ceilings? You know, like some, what does an apartment building look like?
2: Yes, what if you, if you're going to go show somebody something, if normal for like just say a human in Star Wars, there's a bathroom, right? Normal bathroom, just say you're just selling a a studio apartment, it's got a bathroom, a kitchen, a place to sleep, slash a living area, right? But it's like, what does that look like for like a bigger species? What if, what does it look like for, uh, I don't know, any, what if, what does it look like for like Yoda species, right? It's like, those ceilings are smaller. Babu Frick's uh, species uh, is great in uh, Mandalorian, where they're like, they have a little place underneath it.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. What is that real estate like? I imagine the resale is very different in the galaxy far, far away than it is here. Like, you have to custom build basically every living space to whatever species you're building for.
1: See? So there's just no code. It's just anarchy?
2: No, there's got to be a code. <laughs> see okay hold, hold on code. let's let's save it because this is what's in my head all the time about all right sto- all right we'll How make a rogue we... one about it all right we'll, we'll be make better. a rogue oh, one about God. it
0: takes take some force for thought we'll talk about it in very very descriptive detail in the future
2: i guess another force for thought is uh you know just think about those lightsabers coming back and that sand sucking them back up <laughs> sucking
0: them back. yeah do you think taking them back out do you think that was just ray force pushing them down or do you think that was the force accepting them as the symbolic end to the skywalker saga
1: Let us know in the comments.
0: (laughs) Sammy.